Welcome to Awakened and Alive After 40, a weekly podcast about stepping outside of the box and into a life that is true to who you really are. We're your hosts, Dominique and Carrie, two 40-something-year-old friends and coaches who are on a journey to live the second half of our lives with greater flow and ease. Our passion is to guide and support our clients in becoming their most authentic and aligned selves. We love digging into a variety of topics and sharing some of our insights and perspectives through our coaching lenses. We both spent the first half of our lives trying to fit into a box only to realize we were burnt out and searching for a better way to do life. We are here to remind you that it's never too late to start living your best life. Let's get into today's episode. So a couple of weeks ago, I got a message from a follower on Instagram, and they were curious about ways to set better boundaries. And they asked Carrie and I to share a little bit more of our thoughts on creating personal boundaries within our lives and why it's so important. And also, if you're new at this, how do you go about starting to create personal boundaries? boundaries. And we've talked a little bit about boundaries, more so around the holidays, though, in one of our episodes. So today we want to kind of dive in a little bit deeper about your everyday boundaries, like your your life boundaries within personal life, work life, home life. And so we're going to just chat a little bit more about that today. Boundaries is an interesting topic, I think, because it's kind of a hot topic, a hot word right now that we hear thrown around a lot. And sometimes I think maybe we don't all have the same definition of it. So when you hear the word boundaries, Dominique, does anything specific come to your mind for what it means to you personally to have boundaries? For me, it has to do with like what I will tolerate and what I will not tolerate from other people or situations. It doesn't even have to be people driven in my own life. But I don't want to assume that's how everyone defines boundaries for themselves. Yeah. And I, on the past, talked about how we all have such different definitions and meanings for these specific terms. And so for myself, I think of boundaries as like a way for me to maintain my peace, to maintain my authentic self and live according to my authentic needs and values. And by doing that, I'm maintaining my peace. I'm keeping myself in a place of love as well, being more responsive versus reactive because I'm meeting my needs first in a way. I know we've talked about core values before and that ties in a lot to what I feel is important with creating boundaries. So yeah, for me, it's it's really about how can I maintain my inner peace and boundaries are going to provide me with a way to do that. I think another thing for myself that's important to include is boundaries help me define how I can live under my own intentions and in accordance to my own intentions for my own life rather than society's intentions of what a life should look like or loved ones' opinions or intentions for what a life should look like. So it helps me define my life, like you said, in an authentic way and maintain that sense of 
inner peace or inner stillness or inner contentment. Yeah, I love that so much. And I think it'd be great if you're okay with it. I think it'd be great. We share kind of maybe some examples of how we've shifted boundaries within our work lives or personal lives. What do you think about that, Carrie? Yeah, with everything in the wellness industry and boundaries becoming more talked about, I think maybe people think, I don't know what a boundary is when they perhaps have already been implementing them or setting them. Yeah, They just haven't made the connection that that's what they're doing. Very true. Yep, absolutely. And when it comes to myself in the past, I was not the best at setting boundaries because I was such a people pleaser and it was all about, you know, the other people in my life and making sure that I didn't rock the boat. So for me, when it comes to work in the past, one of the things that I struggled with was not taking time for myself, like at lunchtime, not working during lunch, taking a lunch break. I would work through lunch because I had paperwork that I wanted to get done from working in the therapy clinic. And then I would go through the day. And at the end of the day, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I, I'm exhausted. I didn't take any time for myself. So then that brought me to a place of being more reactive versus responsive when I got home and interacted with you know, my husband or family because I was irritated. I didn't take any time for myself. And so I had to really set a conscious intention to say, okay, you know what? At lunch, I am no longer working through it. I am going to sit and eat with like awareness and presence of what I'm doing right now. And that was a big boundary that really transformed my work life and just that inner peace and time for myself that was so needed that really changed a lot for me within my work. Work is a big one. I think it's sometimes easier to see and set the boundaries that we need to do at work because that's a lot of times where we feel invaded in our lives. Because when I worked in public education, I really had to learn how to set boundaries. Like the medical field, mm -hmm. we are doing it for the good of the students, for the good of the patients. And so a lot of manipulation tactics are used by management because yeah. it's all about the students or it's all about your patients. Yep. And you're supposed to be so self-sacrificing through that. But over the years, I worked in public education for 11 years. I did learn the importance of boundaries. Like one of my big ones, I just started saying no to all the unpaid extra work they expect you to do which makes you look like you're not really a team player. But my mental health at that point needed it because for all the years before I implemented this boundary, I volunteered for so many things and helped out after hours all the time at all these extra events and stayed late and came early and did all these things. And as we've talked about before, I was reaching burnout and I started at a new school and I thought, I'm not really part of the school culture yet. So I can just say no, like I'm just getting a lay of the land. And that did wonders for how I felt about work. I had a lot more distinguished separation between work and personal, and that helped a lot. And now that I've lived like that, I'm really guarded 
about, I don't want anyone dictating my time and energy again, because I hate that feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, the whole burnout thing, I think when it comes to work, like the importance of boundaries for pretty much every one of us out there is so that we aren't so easily hitting burnout. We are caring for our physical and mental, emotional well-being by setting appropriate boundaries at work. Like you said yourself, you know, not saying yes any longer to the extra work. And for myself, and I know so many other people out there probably work through your lunch break and you don't realize how important it is to shut your brain off from the busyness, even for that half hour, hour, whatever it may be, And just simply allow yourself to be present and without distractions to just calm your nervous system back down. So like in my case, when I was hitting burnout from the day, I was becoming irritable. And then that led to me being more likely to snap at, you know, a loved one or my husband or just feel so incredibly irritated. And then I'd feel horrible. And that is just not what I wanted for myself or for people within my life. So yeah, with work, that was a really powerful one right there. And I think for anyone that is trying to minimize the potential of hitting burnout like that. Yeah. And I think setting work boundaries for me, at least, maybe this isn't true for everyone. It felt easier than some personal boundaries because sometimes setting boundaries in our personal life involves loved ones Mm -hmm. and we are a little bit more gentle with those relationships. And so sometimes it can feel a bit confrontational to set a boundary, but a personal boundary I recently set, and I think we talked about this in the episode with my sister, was I really did have to set a boundary around my own energy with her because sometimes she would call me and would just right away start talking about whatever it was in her life that was creating stress for her or something that was on her mind that in turn would create stress for me because I love my sister and I want to be there to support her. But sometimes she would start these conversations just when I didn't have capacity and I would try to push through and listen and then I would get snippy and have a short fuse and all of these things like you were saying with her and then it would create more tension or animosity between us and so luckily she is really supportive of boundaries and so when I set this boundary with her she really loved it that's awesome I don't think it was easy for her to hear when I was just like in a nice way you're draining my energy I don't (laughs) always have the ability to listen at the exact moment you need me to because I might be dealing with my own stuff in that moment. And now it's just worked beautifully since then. That was probably about a year ago, I would say. And she always checks in. Like, do you have capacity? I want to talk to you about something, you know, going on with work or something. And usually I do, but sometimes I don't. And I say, you know, I don't today, but I'll check in with you tomorrow. That is fantastic. I think that's a really great thing to point out for our listeners too, is that the communication between yourself and whomever you're setting that boundary between, whether it's like an individual or a group of people, the communication to let your intentions be known is so important. Like ahead of time saying like, look, I'm needing to do this for my emotional well-being. 
to make sure that I'm being responsive versus reactive. So keeping it more on like a state of I and your need, because ultimately it's for you. It is for no one else. And kind of explaining that and bringing that to people's attention beforehand is so important so that they can be better at checking in saying like with your sister, are you in a place where you could have conversation with me right now to hold space or whatever it might be? And man, does that just make things so much easier? So you're both on the same page. Right. And even just getting that question probably creates a sense of understanding. I feel like she's understanding me better. And even if maybe I didn't have a huge capacity, just hearing the question Mm -hmm. makes me tune into myself and really check in and usually be able to be there for her, especially if we're really detailed about how we're feeling in terms of, you know, well, I do have capacity, but I also have to talk to you about something. So can we limit it to like five or 10 minutes and then switch subjects or whatever it may be? Mm -hmm. Like really defining exactly what you want to see for this conversation or this situation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think this is where also like having a clear idea of what boundaries look like to you. So what boundaries are you in need of creating in order to stay true to you, to your needs, to your desires? And, you know, if that means like, okay, you know what, relationships are really important to me. I want to be able to give my all to them. I know I have a limit though with my energy. So let me have conversation with someone on the best way to approach me. Like you've done with your sister there. Like for me, for personal boundaries, it was my need for alone time. And I got clear on, all right, having alone time being in my own space outside of other people is really important for me because it helps me to just maintain the balance that I need within my nervous system because it is so sensitive and also my energy levels. So I can then come back to the person in a space of more regulation and calm. So that way I'm giving to my relationships better as well. So I had to set a boundary with my family and my husband saying, look, you know, when I get home from work, when I'm at the clinic, I'm giving so much of myself to care for people. I need an hour or whatever it may be to myself before I can really converse with you and, you know, be present. And I made that known as like, I need this for my own well-being. I I don't want to say something that I don't mean to say because I am short-tempered. Um, I just want to be coming from a clear-headed space. And it's worked out great. You know, it's just, it, it's really all about first getting clear on what you need to experience within your boundaries to stay true to you. So for you, Carrie, what is something that you've been able to identify like that you absolutely need within your boundaries that keeps you staying true to your needs and your authentic self? Ooh, good question. Um, For me, a big one is not watching things on TV or through the media that drain me, that aren't energy giving or at least aren't productive energy giving. When we 
lived in Spain, we didn't have a television in our apartment. So I really felt like I went through like a detox of not having TV in my life. And I really, really don't like having TV in my life again. I'm living currently with my family. They watch a lot of TV and it is really jarring to have the news on constantly or just hear commercials and advertisements and just all the bombardment of information and just all these advertisers and TV shows are trying to do are to have your attention. And I think our attention is such an important commodity that so many of us give away so freely. So I have set a pretty strict boundary in the household. Like the kitchen is attached like open to the family room where the TV is. So I eat most of my meals in a separate dining room because I just don't want to even have the TV on in the background. It's just so hard to block it out. But just hearing that constant talking about just everything that's wrong the, in the world. Yeah, everything that's <laughs> wrong, all the bad stuff, all the negativity, everything yeah. that we need to change and fix. And then the commercials are just as bad to me. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when every other commercial is like for some kind of prescription medication, like mm. all the pharmaceutical commercials is really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, because you just hear about all these things that could go wrong. And then you like naturally humans just start to question, well, do I have that? Like, do I have something wrong with me? Do I need to think about this? And it's just like creates this negativity loop in your brain. Yeah, absolutely. I can fully relate to that. And I know I've mentioned in one episode before too, that like one of my personal boundaries was around the news and TV and kind of limiting myself to maybe like 10 minutes in the morning of just checking in briefly. Maybe it's not even watching TV. Maybe it's just reading about it because that just kind of sits differently with me versus watching it. But like, that is it. Then I have nothing else to do with the news. And I, I need that boundary because I can get so sensitive to hearing a lot of the negativity that is out there. So I think, yeah, that's, that's a really great personal boundary. And so I think it'd be wonderful to share just briefly our thoughts on keys to creating and maintaining good boundaries just for anyone who is wanting to get a, a little bit more involved with doing those things within their own life. And we chatted a little bit about first identifying what you need to experience within your boundaries in order to stay true to you. I think that's a really big part. And so just kind of giving that some thought can be really helpful. Like I mentioned, I need that time to myself right after work. And that just allows me to take care of my energy. Maybe it's like people pleasing tendencies that you're working on. So deciding on what little things can I start saying no to in order to build that muscle to have greater courage to say no to some other things that have maybe been difficult to in the past, but you know, could be extremely helpful for your well-being. Um, what are some thoughts that you have for some key points here to create good boundaries? I think another important thing to keep in mind when you're consciously thinking about your own boundaries is something we've talked about before in a previous episode is to really define 
and know your core values. I think it's key because if you know and understand your core values, you can more clearly see what boundaries you need to set in order to live in accordance with those values. So you'll be able to see, oh, well, this is going to make me feel out of alignment. If one of my values is maintaining a sense of inner peace, but watching the news jars that, Mm. then that needs to be a boundary that I have in place. Absolutely. It's so crucial to really get clear on your core values when it comes to creating the boundaries. Peace is one of my values. So that definitely hits home with what you just said, Carrie, as a way for me to maintain that peace. And I think it's also important too, because it is so hard to create boundaries for the first time, or even the first few times, like I have been there, I have struggled. I think it's important for us to keep in mind that ultimately in order for us to give to others the way we are desiring, the way they deserve coming from a place of love and compassion and presence, we need to meet our own needs first. If we are not meeting our needs with whatever boundaries it may be, with the way we're speaking to ourselves, with the way we're caring for ourselves, then we will not be able to care for others in the same capacity that we are desiring, especially as individuals who are very nurturing. Uh, I know because you and I talk about that so much. It's so easy to just give and give and give and give and feel so incredibly depleted afterwards mm-hmm. because all you want is to help others, be there for others. But it's too easy to let yourself fall off track and boundaries are crucial to make sure that you are not allowing yourself to be depleted so that you can stay authentic and stay solid in coming from a place of love for yourself and others. And I think one last point that you touched on a little earlier, Dominique, is if the boundary you need to create involves another person, which those can be a lot harder to set than ones within ourselves, you know, limiting our TV exposure, we have complete control over. But when there's a boundary that you want to set that includes another person and you have to have maybe a difficult conversation, it's really important like you had said earlier, to maintain the conversation through your own perspective. When you're communicating, speak from your own experience, your own truth, and not from the perspective of the other person. Let them have their own experience and you speak from a place that's true to you. And hopefully it'll be received well. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think that really is a major key area for sure. And overall, it takes practice. And you're not going to get it right the first time or two or five or 10. (laughs) I know it's something that even myself, as I create new boundaries, it's like working a muscle, strengthening a muscle. It needs to be repetitive. Maybe sometimes it needs to start off really small, like something that you feel like, okay, this is doable in order to work up to something bigger. Because when you're going from zero to a hundred, that is just too unfamiliar for the nervous system and it will fight you as well to make it more challenging. So I think overall it's practice and taking these baby steps. And I hope 
our listeners enjoyed kind of hearing our thoughts on ways to create more solid personal boundaries and life boundaries overall. I do invite you guys to please reach out to us via Instagram. If you have any questions, like we mentioned, one of our followers reached out wanting to learn more about boundaries. So if there's anything that we could bring to you and share more about, we would 100% love to hear from you. We've got our information linked in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with friends and or family. We'd be incredibly grateful if you rated and reviewed the podcast on your preferred listening platform as it really helps. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can connect with us through our websites or Instagram, which are all linked in the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Our theme song was written by Michael Ahrens. <laughs>